Blog Talk Radio. This is Patty Holstrin, and this is KWOD Radio, and we're live today, and we're very, very excited to have a good friend of mine, GPA, that course stands for, just, he's just so perfect, so you just got to meet him, because, and I wanted to put that song on, because uh, he writes about true life, he's a poet, he's one of the greatest, that's why I call GPA the greatest poet alive, are you there? I am so here, Patty, what up? How you doing? So, I, I had that song for you. What did you say? I'm sorry. I had that song on there for you. Well, thank you so much. You know that I usually don't. Well, yeah, I do get songs dedicated to me, but that's a whole other story. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Listen, I gotta tell you, I this thing, this ride that we on with this mind of a poet. So, first, for people who don't know, Patty did the excellent, and that's not even the right word job on putting this uh my, my work together in this excellent package. I mean it, it stands out and it's purple, comes right at you. The pictures are so vivid because <laughs> that's what the poetry is about. And then when you get inside it's just packaged. It's, it's I, I go I've gone on record to say it's the best book not only that I've written but that I've had together as a packaged book. So thank you so much for your diligence and your excellence on putting this package together. Couldn't have done it without you. I appreciate you. Well, I really appreciate the uh, kudos as, as, you know, that really makes everything worth it. Says, um, you know, yeah, yeah, I would have to say that you're, you're definitely, your cover definitely stands out. And uh, that's what you were shooting for. And, yeah. you, you know, you had you had certain idea in your mind. And, of course, it helps a lot for uh, designing to be able to, to take the idea and, and find things that'll that'll fit it. So, you know, the, with the how when creative people, they, it takes them a little bit of time sometimes to find the right elements. So, uh, so I'm glad that you're really happy with it, and I think it looks it looks sharp. 
So uh, I think that yeah, and of course the pictures inside just totally went with your art, with with your work. So yeah. I think that uh, works worked well. So and tell I, me, and I had nothing to do with it. I want to go on record and say that to put to put the pictures in because people asked me at the book release party, which was um, as people saw the pictures or the videos, we had a packed house. There were no seats left uh, for uh, the release party this past Saturday, the Robust Coffee Lounge. But um, the pictures were not my idea. Patty suggested that, hey, I, I do a really uh, good job of putting these in to go with the words. Uh, trust me on this. I said, okay, cool, do it, because I wanted this book to be special. And people have remarked on, like, wow, these pictures, they, they're really something. They really add to the whole flavor and the idea of what the words are trying to come across as. So that was all Patty. So I'm not <laughs> going to take credit. That was all Patty. Wow, that's nice. That's really sweet of you. Um, and that, that's just it. Finding something that first is free. I mean, you, you have to find artwork that's not going to cost you anything. Uh, and, and then, you know, really sifting through everything and try to find just the right pieces. And, and I find that to be really fun to part to do with the interior with pictures that have some meaning, for the, especially for poetry. Because poets, uh, it's the words that are so important and the meaning yeah. behind the words. So the picture should really represent uh, what what your idea is. Yes, and they do. So that's the important part. You know what? You've got people waiting for you already. Wow. <laughs> are you are wow. you ready? Are you ready to take some calls? I'm ready to take calls. Let's get into but, it. But before we do that, I want you to tell people a little bit about you. For those who aren't on the phone waiting for you, uh, I want them to know where you live and you know what you do. You know, how do you, how do you get into poetry? Tell us about that first before we get into these people here. Well, you know, I have this thing, Patty, that I always like to jump into. So for people who don't know me, um, I, and just to answer all your questions all in one, I call this the mantra, and this is it. Um, today I went to the dollar store and bought sympathy cards on discount clearance racks there for all the people last year who kept – character assassinated and tried to murder me. Now, if poetry is a beautiful, curvaceous, voluptuous woman with tattoos all over her body, then it's my name spelled out in a tattoo. So please, let's stop lying and say you never heard of me. <laughs> People say my style is, is, is archaic. It's, it's too old. But I like to say it's narratives. It's poetic storytelling. And my background is well known. It's checkered, the past is. I got my own sins that I must account for. But instead of watching TV and lifting weights, I wrote a book while I was yelling. I came out, got on my grind. Family got with me. Supporters got with me. And before all that happened, God put his hands on it, and we were fortunate enough to make it best-selling. If you check Google, Bing, Yahoo, Goodreads, Amazon, they will tell you GPA's poetry is critically acclaimed. And last year, I went to the left just to tap it. Chocolate Rose 1, Chocolate Rose 2, Book of 24 Orgasms, had that woman, that woman, a whole bunch of women there, West Coast, East Coast, North, South, screaming my name. <laughs> if you listen to how perfect my diction is, you can tell I was an English major in college. My vocabulary is multisyllabic. I add some suspense, and you hang every word that I say. Allow me to introduce myself. I am the controversial, award-winning, black essence of winning, poet of the year, most electrifying man in poetry. Dramatic <laughs> pause. Dramatic pause. G. P. 
Um, currently, I would say my website, iblowyourmind.com, but it's being revamped. Um, we'll, they'll be done within within the next week. It's going to be just like me, a little gregarious, a little um, electrifying. So, but right now, you can go to my fan page, which I like to call a support page. Uh, it's G period P period A period parentheses greatest port alive on Facebook, and I keep and I have a fan bridge as well, which Cotton Campbell is in charge of. Um, also, so we're one of two places. You'll always get updated, whether the Facebook or the fan bridge, and that link can be posted up as we're talking right now. Um, and we'll always keep you updated. You won't miss anything. I like telling you that I'm doing stuff. You have to worry. Mm-hmm. If I stop telling you I'm doing stuff, then you worry. Then worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to keep busy, right? Got to keep busy. I don't want them to so, get who I am. I don't want them to get out here. Thank you for calling in, sister. Anything else you'd like to ask him? No, that was it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Keep listening. You enjoying the book? I'm sorry, you enjoying the book so far? Yes, absolutely. I like um, uh, his robe. I like that one. I like uh, Make Love to Me. I love that one. And I love Beautiful. She said, I, you know, there's quite a few, so I could keep going. But, yeah. Are you serious? Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I got to bring this to a halt. Are you really trying to describe your voice, disguise your voice? Is that what you're doing? Hold on. Let, me, let me just out, let me just out this person. Let me just out this person who this is. Ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, I am not in this poetry thing by myself. Not at all. Not only am I a proud member of Team GPA, God, family, supporters, and the poets, my tag team partner, who is, if not as equally superlatively adept at writing books and selling books, Cotton Campbell, that is who was on the line. That's who I was just talking about right now. She's here disguising the boys, pumping up Team GPA. That's her right there. The <laughs> author of the scintillating book of poetry, Sweet Mangoes. I mean, for real, Sweet Mangoes. Um, I love to be the dude in the book she was talking about because, man, Sweet Mangoes. That's who that is on the phone. <laughs> I, I think you embarrass her. <laughs> no, right. No, no, I was, no, I was, this is, some, it's about him, but you are the dude in the book that I'm talking about. What do you mean? Wow. They just out me, right? He knows his peeps too well, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I tried. I, tried. I, thought he, I thought he wasn't going to get it. I was about to get off, and I was going to get away with it, but, yeah. <laughs> crazy. That is just crazy. But, listen, this is how we roll, Patty. This is how... We roll in Team GPA. It's not a – I'm about to lie and say it's not a whole bunch of us, but it is because it's not about putting on a T-shirt. It's not about we have to show up in one place. Team GPA is just a concept. All of us, for the, all of us, hey, we believe in the higher power. Um, most of these mm-hmm. people, the family and the supporter line gets very thin. I mean, I got people with blood relatives who support me, but the supporters have been with me through good – and not so good times that they are like family to me as well, so that line is very thin, not to be redundant. And then, of course, then there's me, the last person on the team. I come off the bench on Team GPA. So this this, this thing is very um, wholesome, uh, and it's belief-based, you know, and these people have stepped out on faith and believe in me and what I do, and I'm greatly appreciative, appreciative of it. So, and, and Cotton Campbell, Along with a couple of people who named, and I know I know they get tired of me naming them, but I'm going to name them: Cotton Campbell, uh, Mary Rogers, who was on earlier, me, Alexis Banks, 
a few other people, Tracy Stewart. These are people who, when I was get my butt kicked and I was down a little bit, they <laughs> put their arms around me, put, put, picked me up and kept me up and stood with me and said, hey, you're going to stay in the ball, just stay in the ball game. You know, we'll keep you in, and then when it's time for you to get in, you do what you do. And so this is what we're doing. And, and I'm a well, that's, 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 how, that's how it is with, you know, that's how it is when you're creative. You need to have your support staff because otherwise, you know, we get a little too depressed when things don't work quite as well as we thought it would. That's right. that's how it works, and that's yes, how it should work. Yes, and I'm thankful. Speaking of speaking of uh, uh, <laughs> keeping you in the ball game, <laughs> the guy that should have been my older brother, who <laughs> my brother just walked past me. <laughs> you talk about a, a, a meticulous stickler for detail, making sure you're on point. Listen, mm-hmm. performances turn out the way they do because this young man pulls me aside afterwards, like he's like my coach. He says, bro, you just, bro, you just keep on doing it. Love you, man. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> I, um, I get a little emotional when I talk about uh, Team GPA because um, I couldn't do it without him. So, so, so tell us a little bit about your relationship there. Uh, with my bro? Yes. Uh, best dude in the world. If I if I couldn't be me, I'd be him. Best dude in the world. Straight shooter. No no lying to him, no phoniness to him. And he's extremely handsome. That's the one thing. Forget all that other. He's extremely handsome. I mean, you know, I'm okay. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Six pack and all that. He just makes me sick. You know No, no. But that's uh best dude in the world. Uh everywhere I go, he goes with me. Even if he doesn't really like the fly. And I still <laughs> <laughs> I still make him get on the plane anyway, but that's my main man. Uh, shout out to the guests. I love you. Uh, my mom, the boss, the boss. These people, I'm entrenched in uh, with these. And, look, I just said it. I'm family-oriented, Patty. So you probably pick that out. Even some yeah. of my, I'm very family-oriented. And these people, they got my back. They've been with me. And I, I just want to shine so they can I justify their faith. That's all. That's all. That's, that's, no, that's no problem at all. I think that's, that's important. Your support staff is really important. So, I, I'm well, nice to meet you, all of you. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm going to get to some deep questions here for you, though. Okay? Sure. Sure. So, we're going to dig a little deep. We're going to say, okay, okay. you know, obviously I read, your, I read your story, and, of course, I, I also read your 24 Orgasms, which was, you know, a distinctly different book. Right. So, what you did with this book is that you kind of took what you know pieces of your life, right, and kind of put it under the microscope for us. Yes, I did. So, tell us how you know what made you want to do that, and what what really deep things do you find out about yourself doing this? Uh, great question. I, I'm, I'm so glad somebody stepped up and, and asked me the, the uh, cotton candy questions. This book is very important because every book that I've written has been a progression. The confessional, of course, was written while I was incarcerated, so it was things I had to get off of me. So it was my, in, in a sense, pun intended, my confession. The Book of 24 was something, along with my participation in Chocolate Roses, were things that I didn't think I could do. They were experimental. So it was me growing up as a writer, poet. Uh, I never thought I could do any sort of sensual poetry or erotica, and I did pretty well. I'm not ashamed to say. 
this book here was for several reasons. Number one, um, I had to share the title. I I, I um, unjustly and wrongly got the title of being an erotic poet, and that's incorrect. I'm far from it because I, I'm, I'm from the poetic aspect of the romantic era. I don't think I write about nature. I'm more attuned to that nature. So this book, the way it's broken up, um, the way it was written was to, and that's, if you hear that, those feet pattering, that's Scooter the Beagle. He, the Beagle is running back, so don't be alarmed. If you hear something and hear some barking, that's just the Beagle. He's making sure I'm cool. But um, <laughs> I had to write this book to show people. I, I really did, and I usually don't do that. I wanted to show people that they were wrong when they labeled me as an erotic poet. They were incorrect. They actually insulted me because they cut off another three-fourths of my talent base. Um, another thing that I wanted to do was this this was going on. I like to write about real stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you about I can't tell you about um owning mansions or anything like that, but I can tell you about living in a great house with great people. I can't tell you about um well I have thrown dollars at the strip club, that's that's true, but um I but but I but I can tell you about walking through Gotham, which I call which is my nickname for Chicago, and writing rhymes with my hood up and it being cold outside. I can tell you about going through a divorce and how it was kind of horrible. I can tell you about being slandered and mud thrown at you and people writing you off. I can tell you about that because some people have seen it and walked through it and lived it with me, and this was my life. And what better way to interpret art than the reality? They say um, that art imitates life. In this case, it is very accurate, and that's apropos because that's what I wanted to do, and it draws you in. You have to ask yourself, wow, this really happened? And, yes, it's autobi- as I stated, it's autobiographical in a lot of phases because these were mm-hmm. things I lived out and saw. And I had no problem with that because when you, and, and this is, I'm not saying this arrogantly or egotistically, but from what I've been told and from what I see, I'm, quote, unquote, kind of popular or people know who I am. And what's to say is something for poetry. So my life is under a microscope anyway. It's under the spotlight anyway. Anything I do, you see me with a woman, someone sees me with a woman, and it's, hey, well, I just, you know, and it, it, it's talk. It's something to be talked about. So I said, hey, let me just write about what things people know. And and it makes for compelling literature, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing with this book, and I honestly believe this, and this statement, you can quote me. You can You can quote me on what I'm about to say. I, I purchase other poets' books who I think are talented and or cool with them or a combination of both or what have you. And I like reading their work because I'm a fan. I'm a stalker. Excuse me. I'm not a fan. I'm a stalker of poetry. I love poetry. <laughs> I, I like that fatal, stalker of poetry. Okay. I, I am. I'm a fatal attraction. Like Green Clothes was for Michael Douglas, I am that for poetry. I love poetry. Wherever she tells me to go, I'm going. And I so therefore, a true poet, nothing against spoken word, it has its own um, place, I guess. But I'm a true fan of people who can pick up their pen and write poetry or recite poetry. Uh, but in this book, this mind of a poetic unsub, now, uh-huh. if you take this book now and compare it to any book of poetry written before this one, and unless someone emulates, after this is the best book of poetry ever written. I, because I have something for everybody. Those of you who have the book, you can pick up your book right now and read the first chapter. It's about, it's serious. And there are topics in there that are 
extremely serious. It talks about domestic violence. It, it talks about yeah, yeah. divorce. It, 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 and it even talks, then I, I got a little funny, which a lot of people don't know about me, when I talked about Santa Claus in, in this Christmas. I won't give it all yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Santa Second Claus chapter, 1 and 2 there. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> and then the second chapter, I do something that is lost on in this contemporary age of spoken word. Uh-huh. Things, there are styles that are lost because in order for you to be um, accepted, you have to stand on stage six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes, be very egocentric and self-centered talking about yourself and what you can do with metaphors and similes, throw some expletives in there or be very vulgar, and therefore now all you have to talk about how pyramids and suns and you have to sound real deep and you're confusing everybody with your depth. But in this in this second chapter, I went to hakus, festinas, sinquains, villanelles, tankas, styles of poetry that have existed way before people got up there and like, I like doing that. And that was kind of like a side dip. I like doing that. So, you know, hey, be mad. I'm cool with it. But... <laughs> Well, but, you you are a showman first. Uh, I'm not, hey, I, I think you're 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 a poet, but you're a showman. Yeah, right. So we gotta we gotta sell the sizzle as well. So, but in this chapter, for poetic purists who happen to be, no offense, a lot of poetic purists, Cotton and I went to a show last night where we performed, and they were performing festinas, hakus, and tankas. If you've never really seen that done, unless it was designated to do so, so this book addresses those. Purists who like to see hakus and sinquains. And then I mm-hmm. went to the third chapter, which is what I'm known for to a lot of people, the love chapter. And um, I believe in the uplifting, the courting, the praising of women. I, I believe in that. I-, I consider myself a gentleman because my brother's a gentleman. My father was the gentleman of gentlemen, uh, and that's the way I was brought up. So I believe in that. So in the love section, you'll see me talk about things that if I had a girlfriend, that's how we would interact or I would like to interact, and that's how men should interact with women. And women love to be interacted with like that. And then I threw in a surprise for everybody um, at the end that a lot of people don't know, and I don't mind telling you tonight since I'm on with the, the individual that published it. A lot of you know I wrote the book of 24 Orgasms, and just because no one else does this, I included part two of the Lust series, which is the land of multiples, in that book. Just because, number one, I wanted to show you that I could write about everything else but sensual erotica, whatever you want to call it, and then come right back at the end and write about erotica. Take you on this ride of poetry that goes away from erotica and then bring you right back and then give you two for one. And no one would think to do it. No one does that. But I did it. Yeah. And that is why yeah. I, I'm, that's why I'm the best. So that that was, I hope that answers the question. I, I wanted to give everything of myself in this book because I came from a place whereas things weren't the hottest. You know, it wasn't the greatest, mm-hmm. and I had to come back, and this is my comeback. So. <laughs> there you go. I just wanted to let everyone know that if you need to call in, please do, and the number is 714-242-5145. And also, just to let you guys know, I'm going to put the uh, link down here, but GPA's uh, book is already for sale uh, directly from the publisher. 
And the uh, link is right there on the chat area down at the bottom of your screen. So you, know, you need to do is click on it. You've got the print version as well as the PDF, um, the ebook already ready for sale. And soon to be on Amazon in the next, whenever they get their app together. <laughs> and it's at iblowyourmind.com. You can still go to the website and order from there. Um, it's just right now it looks like it's under construction, so don't panic. But it's under secure PayPal at www.iblowyourmind.com, so you can get it there as well. So. There you go, because I, I went ahead and put that up on the chat, so you guys can just click okay. on it. Cool. And it'll go directly to uh, your website. I'm looking to cool. wait, wait until it goes over, but yeah, let me check it. I don't just give out things. I want to make sure they they work for me. <laughs> but either way, we'll hit you up for a book. Yeah, so, that's, that's it. That's it. I'll, we definitely will. And also, of course, you can find him on... Facebook at and let them know. Uh, We're gonna G period him. capital capital letters. G period P period A period parentheses greatest port alive. There you go. That was a great question you asked me, by the way. I know you got more. Oh, well, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be the only one to, to ask these questions, so you guys have got to, you know, it does you I know I got I'm seeing you you're sitting there and you're listening and you're on the chat and so you need to ask questions. So, you know, write them in, type them in. If if you want to be quiet, that's fine. But you need to, you know, speak up a little bit and put and put your uh, your question on the queue here so that way I can ask it for you. Also, if you know where I am on Facebook, you can definitely ask me there as well. You already had a hello from Juanita Richardson. And uh, oh, she's your fellow author in in uh, Chocolate Book, you know Chocolate Rose Book One and Two. Woo, chocolate man, wow! Hey, Juanita. <laughs> she'll, probably, she'll probably she'll probably just till they gush at the fact that I said anything about her on the radio. She gave you a big thumbs up, and she says, uh, you know, she's excited for you. So thank you. She wants you to know. <laughs> thank you much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. That, that, that was Patty. I gotta tell you, the chocolate uh, rose, that whole that was really fun. That was really fun to do to come in. It's like being on an All Star team, coming in and scoring, putting in your, putting your jersey on and scoring your baskets. Well, it's gotten to the point where it, you know it's just not the same without you. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, we're working on chocolate rose three, and I've been you know sitting on on the uh, Charles trying to get him done, and I said, you know, we got, oops, we lost, we lost GPA, so if you're listening to me, call back in. That sometimes happens with uh, technology. It's a wonderful thing, but it doesn't always work exactly what we want him, want them to, so we lost him. I'm sure he'll call right back. But in the meantime, I just want everyone to know that, uh, I think that's here, my is that you again? Hello? Nope. I'll put you on hold. Let's hold here. And let me check here. 
This is Patty from KWAD Radio. This is uh, number 1897. That's me. Oh, there you are. Okay. I got, I, got, I got the last remaining Blackberry, I think, so it acts up when it wants to. So that was me. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, that happens. It happens. Like I was in the middle of the show last night, about 27 minutes into it, and all of a sudden uh, I got knocked off. But yet yeah, it showed that I was on there and Skype wouldn't accept it again. So, you know, about 10 minutes later, I said, you know, I'm giving up. And I had to physically call the author and say, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, things happen. Yeah. Technology is a wonderful thing, but it doesn't always work the way we want it to. It can definitely act up. It can definitely act up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, okay, so those of you in uh, chat room land, do you have anything you'd like to hear from the book or let me know? Well, let him know. Yeah, yeah, you got to let him know what you want him to read because I already warned him that, you know, he needs to read something to us. So it doesn't, it can be from uh, his new book, but, you know, I want a little bit from your new book and a little bit from, you know, some of your others. I think that'd be great. Are you prepared okay. to do that? Oh, my, what? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. You were born ready. I know. I know. I'm so ready. <laughs> um, here we go. Tell us which book is from first. Oh, somebody suggesting something? I said, to let us know which book is this is from first before you start. Oh, I'm sorry. This is from the mind of a poetic unsub, and this is actually from the land of multiples. This is called Black Leggings. If anybody knows me, anybody knows me, there's one thing a woman can show up in, and she is magnificent, and it's black leggings. So this is my ode to it. Here we go. Normally a gentleman, so forgive, scribe, crosses borders of the inappropriate. Finally, eyes have seen glory in every poem before, so this is just a continuation of it. Words, similes, metaphors, literary terms fail in their significance. Ask forgiveness, because I haven't thought about anyone or anything else since. Watch your movements of my poetics come to life. Such elegance, such grace. Normally a tad bit overwhelmingly egotistical and gregarious, but I'm humbled by your space. Words from your mouth flowed as if waters by the Savior parted. Your departure had me feeling adolescent again, pleasure fully brokenhearted. So I had to pin this after the break of dawn. All because she came with a beautiful mind, a spirited heart, insurmountable beauty, and black leggings on. <laughs> My poem. There you go. Oh. Yeah, that you know, there is something different about um, your 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 poet, your poetic stuff when you actually do it in person. Yes. Yeah, the inflection. Yes. Um, when 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 doing it when doing it in person, then I can get like if people seen the videos, I I can cut loose a little bit, and then more of the uh, GPA is turned up full. For those of you who ever seen me perform live, it's turned up like ten notches. Now I'm I'm still there. I'm I'm jacked right now, but it's a matter of we're in conversation mode, and I want to give it to you, want to have you. Uh, so you're getting the full articulation here, whereas live you get the dramatics as well. So you get. You get the best of both worlds either way. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
So I I've got the right. I I missed your eye on your website. Just let everybody know. Um, the right, the correct one is now on the chat. So that way you can just click it and go right to his uh, website. Yeah, because the other one is poor. Yeah. Well, oh, is that why it wouldn't move? <laughs> the, the, the other one without the eye, when you leave the eye off, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, well, all I got was it says it was working. And, you know, who knows what that means now? <laughs> white space and it says it's working and you said it's a porn site, huh? Hmm. Right. <laughs> That's why when I use that email it goes to spam a lot of times because it, it, it goes along with the blowyourmind.com. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty funny. And for some reason, you know, uh, apparently my provider blocked it. So, <laughs> right. exactly. so I didn't get my phone blown. <laughs> Okay. Um, so what else did you want to ask? Before I do any other poetry, what did you want to ask? I love answering questions. You're not. I love answering questions. Just just to remind, I love answering questions. Just not on a date. Like you know, don't ask me like a million things. Well, what would you do if? uh, No, let's just get to that point, and then we find out. Don't. I get that. You know, not that I dated nothing like that. I don't. You know, I date the beagle. He and I date each other. We just chicken at night and eat popcorn and stuff. Okay, I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> see, everybody thinks this GPA thing is so glitz and glamorous. It's not. It's pretty just regular, you know. Yeah, regular. he sits on the couch and he's, he's popcorn with his dog, you know. Right, right. Chicken with my peeps, that's it, and write poems. Somebody's like, oh, you're always so busy. Oh, I write poetry for a living. I mean, I'm not really that busy. Uh, I'm just, you know, combined things. I do barbecue on Saturday, so, you know, some of my peeps, hey, get your – Go to Moon Oink or Moon Oink's clothes. But you know what I mean? Grab something, come on, we're going to barbecue and kick it with the Jokers across the street. You know, the Jokers in there. That's our next Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay, ask me a question while I'm so, what, tell me, Tell me about your childhood. I'm going to really dig a little deeper. Oh, well, my childhood, I, I was dark skinned. And, uh,. <laughs> 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 you get you're gonna tell me a line from the Joker, you know. <laughs> you, you know what? Oh no, that's that was a line from the jerk. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, childhood was um, pretty funny. Um, just uh, just you know, I, I was into a lot of stuff. I'm a big comic book reader. Oh so really? I, I read I read a lot of comic books. Um, but me and my brother, we, we found games. I mean, we were never lacking for anything, but we would find the smart – like, we would have toys in abundance. And But we could – they used to sell these football helmets in the bubblegum machine the corner. Oh, yeah. So we would line up the football helmets and play games as if we were playing with teens. Cardboard boxes to create uh, clubhouses for the action figures we had, G.I. Joe, Big Jim, things of that nature. So – it was pretty fun. I mean, in, inside the house, a lot of love at home. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that during the era when I grew up, and I always say dark skin, I, I, a lot of people know I mention that because, one, that's what I am. Two, that's what I'm proud of being. And three, I remember a time when it wasn't cool to be dark skin. And, and I ethnic group, Patty, it wasn't, it wasn't a cool thing to be dark skin. You got a lot of ribbon, a lot of insults for that. So I came through when that was like the nouveau thing. I mean, the, the um. 
the uh, the thing to do. Like, was <laughs> if you weren't dark skinned, was make fun of somebody dark skinned. It's like, yeah, we can do that. That's an easy joke. And so I came through that time. Um, so it was me and my brother and my family. So that was really cool. That, that was really helpful. And I had a lot of fun doing that. It was just outside of that. But I came through um, all right. And now it's cool to be dark skinned. <laughs> it's real cool to be dark skinned. And but it was it was really plentiful. Um, didn't I, I had both parents in the home. I was fortunate. I had a strong father figure who played no games. But everybody thinks that my dad that was the like the boss. It, that's the way it looked like, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't him. You know, he's a strong dude. Don't get me wrong. It's my mom. It's my mom. My mom chased oh, me yeah. under. My mom chased me under a table one time. I done something <laughs> and I said. I'm going to tell you what I did now. I'm going to tell you what I did. I don't mind telling you. I said, she said, you're going to such and such. Did you do such and such, such and such? I said, so. And she, she grabbed her belt and chased me. I went under the table. And because my mom's a little short, she got under the table with me and she me up. It was, it was cool. Everybody needs a strong mom, you know. Everybody needs a strong mom. Yeah, so I, I had great family, so it was cool. It was great. We used to. I think I wrote about that in the book, or it's in the next one, about we we played in the alley, and we played sports in the alley. A lot of people went to the park, and we did that too once we got a little older, but the alley was our thing. Played football, softball. So that we'd meet up. My cousins all lived in, like, one area, so we would walk on over a few blocks, and we'd get together, whether it be after school weekend, and that would be our thing. We could play all day till it got dark. And then even got dark, and it was time for everybody to disperse. The heel deal, things that kids don't do anymore because – of the advent of video games and mm-hmm. videos and things of that nature, heel deal, yeah. and hide and go seek, and stuff that was just interactive, and that's, that that way you didn't really get away because you always running, jumping, playing, always. So really fun, you know. I wouldn't change it, you know. Wouldn't change it at all. Some of the dark skin jokes, I wouldn't change it at all. It's great. <laughs> so you don't come, you know. So you obviously come from a normal family, and you yeah. had a normal childhood, so. Uh, you know, that's interesting how, you know, you, you're able to dig pretty deep in order to find, you know, those things about you. Um, uh, for instance, my my son, he's he's trying to write a paper. He's in high school. And his teacher wants him to write a 10-page uh, essay on his life. And I said, well, you haven't lived long enough for, <laughs> for that many pages, you know. <laughs> so... You know, he's having trouble really digging real deep as far as because you know he had pretty normal childhood. I mean, yeah, he's had some. Obviously, you know, we all have some exactly. uh, things, bad things that happen in our lives. You know, he he comes from a divorced family. You know, I'm divorced, and and he's uh, had to you know live with a mom who's almost died. So it's it's you know he's had to live through a lot of things, but he didn't think he 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 writes. He said, "Well, that would all." you know, fit into one paragraph. And mm. I said, you know, obviously he needs to expand his thought a little more because I think that but, you could really dig deep in order to figure out how did you feel about those things. Right. And that's right. what you've done. It's what you've done there is you, you've, you dug deep and said, you know, this is, this is who I am. This is what happened. And this is, this is what made me who I am. Right. So your mom chasing you underneath the table. <laughs> but okay. um, she's that, a, strong, that, a strong lady. Okay, strong, she's strong lady. I got strong people around, Patty. I got I got to be real honest with you, and I keep referencing this, and I, I will, even though that time has passed. 
um, for those who, who are in the know, know that I went through a period that wasn't the brightest, wasn't the, the shiniest. And there were people who were strong enough around me, like I stated earlier, to stay in the ball game. Keep your, keep your head in the game. You know, come mm-hmm. on. You know, you're not a quitter. Stay in it. And all this stuff goes along. My brother, my brother has this famous saying. My, my brother's the realest dude I know. And so he tells you straight up. There, there's no guessing with him. If you had to guess with my brother, you weren't paying attention. My brother said to me, and I quote, he, he, he's really straightforward, no coding, no anything. Right. Um, and this, this is what he said to me last year, and I quote, he said, listen, you've seen Kobe Bryant, you've seen Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, they went through some things. Mm-hmm. You aren't them. He said, you're heading up. He said, not to besmirch anything that you're doing, you aren't them. So hang in there. Keep your head up and keep doing. This is nothing. You have to be tested. You have to be tested, unquote. You have to be tested in order to find yourself the greater reward. Because if you're found wanting, then you can't get the greater reward that's waiting for you. So you have to be proven. It has to be proven that you're worthy of it. And I am going on record right now and saying to to you, because you had a huge hand in producing what I think is the greatest book of poetry ever written, I'll go, I will say that. I'm going to say this. It's not the last time I'm going to say that. I've written that on places. People who are reviewing, they say, hey, give me a synopsis. What is this about your book? And I tell them, when you read this book and you match it up against other books of poetry, now, not just now, go back. Go go back. Pull up a Walden, Walden Pond. Pull up something by Wordsworth or Blake. Pull it up. Mm-hmm. And let's match up, and, let's, let, and we'll, we can match it up. This is, this is the book. And this is the book 100 years from now. When we're hopefully uh, in another place and we're chilling and we're talking on blog talk radio or somewhere else in a great place, peaceful, they'll be talking about the mind of a poetic unsub. And I want to tell these people who stuck with me, and I want you to understand these words. You know these just aren't words that I've told you individually. Thank you. Thank you so much for sticking with me, believing in me, supporting me. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to keep kicking their behind now going forward. They should have got rid of me when they had the chance. They missed it, <laughs> and I'm not going anywhere because I got God, I got my family, I got y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, of course, the big question here is then, because you've you've done the greatest poetry book ever, where do you go from here? <clears throat> well, <laughs> you, go, you, go, you go somewhere else, and that's where the, the remembrances of a dark-skinned boy come in. Um, that is funny, and it's not just anything, because I know a lot of people say they know I talk about being dark-skinned and being tough and all that, but it's just not the dark-skinned. I'm just only saying it from my point of view. It's about um, playing football helmets with my brother. It's about having my first $10 to go to Toys R Us and thinking I was <laughs> thinking I was going to buy an action figure with my $10 I earned from shoveling snow and knowing I needed like $10 more. It's, it's, it's things of that nature. It's things you can look at and laugh and have a good time. We we go somewhere else. Um, I say this is the best book ever written because I put everything into this. I, I put everything. There isn't anything left. Um, so we start anew. We still have the revenge of the Revenge of the Orgasm left in the Lust series. Uh, we still have... <laughs> revenge, um, the Revenge of the Orgasm. Revenge of the Orgasm, <laughs> yes. Um, once you read the land, of, for those oh, of you who, who slept along and didn't read the book of 24 Orgasms... I don't think I can handle it. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it needs revenge because you know a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of women who I know, and I, for me, most of besides my brother and, and, and my mom and my daughter, the Beagle, I'm around mostly beautiful women. Not ashamed to say it. Not not ashamed to say it one bit. And and in contact because of the type of poetry I write in contact, and there is a lack of orgasms. And a lot of people, and just a quick explanation so no one gets this twisted. Those of you who know me and those of you who don't, those of you who know me know where I'm going with this, but those of you who don't, you've never heard this explanation, so I'm going to give you this really quick. Okay. The orgasm, the orgasm, the physical part of the interaction to bring about orgasm is like 3 to 4% of the entire work, the entire effort. It's 3 to 4%. Right. Okay, so I, I got it. I got it. That's that's the climax, but then that's not right. the good part that, of the part getting up to that. that. Right. No, the, the, the rest of it is, and, I, and I've said this, and you can quote me, the rest of it, and if there are any ladies listening or they'll listen to the playback or what have you, you can just answer this rhetorically however you like. Um, when you get that call in the morning that text and say, good morning, beautiful, or hey, how are you doing? I was thinking about you. The planning, the seeds for the orgasm have already started. You're with this person. You're in this interaction, this intimate relationship um, with this person. The, the planning of the orgasm has already started. You go out and you're complimented or you, you, you're kissed on the cheek. You have a nice dinner. There's more water getting poured on the seeds of the orgasm. By the time you get to the point where, as quote-unquote, things become sexual, you are right at the ledge and right at the edge of that ledge. And the physical just is the tip. It can take a gentle wind to push you over, and then the physical pushes you over. The opposite is true. When that isn't given, when that provocation isn't given, you aren't getting there. So if you haven't been complimented, if you haven't been taken out, if you haven't been shown a good time without being taken out, like somebody making a, a pizza for you from scratch and say, hey, listen, my money was a little short. Now I wanted to make this pizza for you, and I, and I got some wine or I made some lemonade. Come on, let's sit down. Or I bought some cheesecake. Let's sit down and watch this DVD I got. You're thinking about the effort, like, wow, you're applauding it. If none of that's been done to you, you aren't there. Your mind isn't willing to release. It's got a fortress up. It's got barriers up. So that's when I say orgasm. So when we come to the, if you, anybody's read my work, my central work, it's not necessarily about, you know, hey, I'm jumping up and down on top of you or this, mm-hmm. that, and right. there, But your mind is there first. Right. And so the revenge, okay. revenge of the orgasm is the comeback, is the combination of the other two books, and it's just now it's really about finishing the orgasm. And the after, the after is very important. I know I sound like, Dr. Ruth or something, but the after <laughs> is very important because no one, no one likes to be, and, and maybe some people do, but in my opinion, no one likes to have intercourse and then be walked away from right immediately right. after. No one likes that. There are other things okay. involved. There, 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 there are the pulling of the covers up. There's the turning of the remote trying to find something to watch. There's the falling asleep and then waking up, and that person's there, and the other person's there, and you're there like, Wow and you go get food, or you go get something to eat, or whatever it is case may be, you go to the restroom, there's the after, and that's what the revenge of the orgasm is about. It's the after mm. that's important. And you know what that does? This is, this is, a, this is something else, and I'm done. The revenge, the revenge of the <laughs> orgasm, the after, the after 
leads to the starting of again. So anybody knows yeah. what I'm talking about? When yeah. you've been with a person and you've been intimate and then you've been sexual and then you have the after, which is just as intimate as the beginning, that leads to more sexual. And yeah. it continues. So, and I'm done. So well, that's, I that's think, no, honestly, I think the after is more important than any of it. Because is is saying, I want to be there with you more than just that moment. Very excellent. Yes. 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 So, yes. I think, yes. I think, you know, I, just, I love your work, not just because of the sexual part. I love your work because of the intimacy that it leads up to, and it's the little words that you use that touches the person. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to be, you know, you would have to. My, my entire take on it was to do different than everybody else does. You can use certain words, and maybe some people like that, but I, I, like I said, I deal with beautiful women who happen to be ladies. And for some people, they're going to be like, what? Not every beautiful woman is a lady. So just, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> I, I, the, the women who are around me are ladies. They like to be talked to as such. They don't want to be talked. They don't want to be cursed at. They don't want to use be used crass language be used towards them. They like to feel like they're entering into something beautiful. They want to be around something beautiful, and they feel good about it being in it, leaving from it, and coming back to it again. So that's why I like to I like to write like that, so they can feel comfortable. You can feel comfortable. I can go somewhere and perform my poems without fear of reprisal because I have I won't say anything offensive. I won't say anything vulgar. There's nothing there. So that, that, I, I that's, like that's actually there's actually a story to that. Um I do my printing one of my printers is a devout Christian. And they don't allow they don't they don't allow me to print books that, that especially use the F word and 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 really are just, just you know, really graphic. Right. Um and they were a little concerned, obviously, with the back of the of your book because it it says you know what your title of your previous book was, and I said that you have never used uh, slurs or or language that that they would not be happy with, and they took me at my word. Thank you. That, that's the truth. That, I mean, that's the truth. I, and I've that's gotten, as you know, I've gotten, I've gotten, I've gotten ribbed about that. I've, I've been. Uh, insulted. One guy even made a uh, <laughs> he even made a rhyme about me not using curse words and such. He he actually made a rhyme. It was in his rhyme. It was funny actually. I appreciate him thinking about me so much. I really was a little nervous <laughs> about a man about a man thinking about me that much. But then I said, oh, okay, he just. Was, I, I was. I was like, okay, wait a minute. I mean, I like Kobe Bryant, but I don't think about Kobe Bryant all the time. You know, I don't. No, I mean, like, wow. But you know, I just—that's just the standard, you know, Patty. As, as you've seen, that's just something for me, because, like I said, I'm very close to my mother, and I have a daughter who's 20, who I've been in her life all 20 of her years. Right. So she can. Look at, be proud of you. Right. She can look at her dad and be like, "Hey, 
I can read. She can read my books. She could tell someone about them. She can come. She's been to the shows. Before she was 20, she was 16, and she's been to the shows when I started The Orgasm, and she was like, hey, because we've had the conversations, one, and I'm not just slinging words out there like it's a rap song, too. So, you know, not to disrespect anybody that does that, and that, that's their thing. That's cool for you. Don't get me wrong, but this is who what I'm going to do, and this is the standard I'm going to hold myself to. So... Well, that's probably why the the dude you're talking about had a problem with you. Because, you see, you hold to your standards, and apparently he doesn't have those. Well, he's never written a book. Now, here's another thing, Patty. Now, I'm going to go on record and say this. If you haven't haven't written a book, if you haven't gotten published anywhere, right, and you just go to, like, you know, things and do that, we we really can't have a conversation. Um, Because, (laughs) uh, I mean, Cotton Campbell has written books, several books and sold books very well, and they're well-written books. There are people I know, one single rose, written books, you know, award-winning author slash poet. These are people who we interact, they've written books. So mm-hmm. we can have conversations about, hey, well, maybe we should try this. Maybe if, And then again, i got a CD. But if that's just been your only work, that's been your only body of work, you have a CD, you go into open mics, and then you want to, especially on, on, on online, you, you want to tell me, there's nothing we can really talk about. Because, number one, you haven't written a book. Two, you haven't written a book and you haven't sold a book. Wait, you haven't written a book you haven't published a book. Three, you haven't written a book, published a book, sold a book. And, and four, definitely, you haven't written a book, published a book, sold a book, or sold as many books as I've sold. So let's not, you know, you know what I'm saying? So let's, right. let's, we should really stop that. You know, but but it's cool though. People have to have something to talk about. I don't mind. I mean, but it's just it's ludicrous when you start comparing. Like, if you've never been a publisher, like I've never been a publisher, so I couldn't tell you, Patty, about all the intricacies of what you have to do and juggling projects and all that. I, I couldn't fathom. I, I couldn't fathom because I've never done it. So I couldn't tell you that. Well, you should. I can't do that. It's, it's ridiculous. You would have to look at me upside my head like you got to be crazy. So. That's just my yeah. thought on that. That'd be kind of like me, me understanding what you do when you go up and do open mic. I mean, I, that's not the thing I, I really do. So, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't prefer to do open mic either. Can I, I just... slam you and tell you, well, you're not doing it right? I mean, how, how could I do that? You know, I'm not going to, obviously, because I wouldn't know. Right. right. So, I agree, we totally agree with you. I've People often say, well, you know, uh, they have opinions on on uh, you know, the books, and, and I said, well, have you written one? But did you actually write one and actually have people that read it? You know, it's one thing to write it. Anybody can write it nowadays. Right. Yeah. Anybody, anybody, can, anybody can get up and write. Exactly. But, you know, boy, this is, boy, is our time almost up? Because we didn't just talk and stuff. Wow. <laughs> Right. Ooh, this, this was a different interview, Patty. I got to tell you because a lot of times um, I've had some great interviews. People ask great questions. I do some poetry and what have you. And that's pretty good. But this has been a little different because, and it's been even more, even better, more so because you asked me some stuff. Whereas I, it gave people some insight on me who may not know me. Uh, most of the people listen. I know it's not a lot of people, but I know most of the people listen know know me. But for those who may go back and listen to the, the playback or what have you, they, they may not know these things about me. They may just say, oh, GPA, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So this is really cool. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, it's okay. That's, this is part of what I do. For some reason, people like to tell me things they probably shouldn't. <laughs> well, I have to, you know what the cool thing is? I have, there's nothing much for me to hide. And like I said, I told you I didn't have a girlfriend. I can ask all the time. 
I say, you've already bared a lot there, you know. Yeah. You, I'm open book. You, you're, I'm you an know, open book. Yeah, and you, and you have it now. And there you are. There you are, I, right? I love, the book. This, I love this. I love this book. Listen, this is, and I told everybody, when I said, when I come out with the next book, it's going to be purple. I'm a big Lakers fan. Um, a lot of people don't know that. I'm a big, huge Lakers fan. And uh, I said, it's going to be purple. I didn't get the gold in there like I wanted to, but this is hot. This is this cover just jumped out of people, and people were like, at the book release party, like, wow. That's well, all that, they could say, like, wow. So That would explain why you keep bringing up Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do know that he was in Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns first. He was with the Phoenix Suns first? Yes. I thought I thought he was Charlotte, and he got traded or something. Yeah, he was probably Charlotte sometime, but he he was here for a while. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's my man too. But you know, you're Lakers, so that's what you know. That's. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's where good. that's where he ended up. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's uh, that probably was the Phoenix Suns, uh, and that, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna get slammed for this, but being a Phoenix Suns fan. That um, that's probably one of our mm. biggest mistakes. Mm. Mm. Okay. With, wow. With letting, with letting go of Colby Bryant. Wow. Yeah. That's one place I haven't been yet. I haven't been to Arizona yet. I, I haven't been okay. to Arizona. I got to find a reason to come perform, or somebody <laughs> have me perform, or what have you. I, I'll go there and perform. But I've been somewhere. I've been around it. Colorado, California. Oh, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> I got to get there. I want to thank um everybody tune in. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, those of you who don't have the book, uh, you can go to blowyourmind.com, grab it. I always throw something in free this week. I'm, if you, you buy the book, I give you the uh, CD of mine, the GPA experience along with it. Uh, there you go. First. So you, you, I always try to give something. People order for me. I appreciate it because you could be doing stuff with your money, and I appreciate the support. I want to thank Patty for having me on. and uh, this, this masterpiece that we put together, uh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm reading it. This is the fourth time I'm reading it for the fourth time again because I'm and I haven't read the other two books of mine. I just want this is something else I got to tell before I get out of here. I have never read the Book of Twenty Four Orgasms, and I've never read the Confessional Heart of a Man. Never read them. I've read poems out of them, learned them, performed them. I've never read the entire book cover to cover. This book I have read, and I'm on my fourth time reading it because, I, like I said, I invested a lot of myself. Mm-hmm. Into it, and I, and I'm, it's emotional for me, so I'm really proud of it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And I think that this kind of book really, uh, you know, stands alone, and I think that you are and you've done a great job with it. So uh, I, I wish you the biggest luck. You know that, and um, I'm behind you. Thank you so much again. Thank you. I'll be ordering from you soon. I got to feel we get reviewers coming. So far, the initial reviews have been people who had to put the book down because the first few pages are really powerful. Um, they torrent their emotions. Some people will skip to the end. I had one woman skip to the end and read uh, my plate, and, uh, yeah. So, you know, it, it's going to do its thing. There you go. Well, that's what poetry's all about, right? yeah. finding stuff. And, of course, yeah, you should not read it like a book. You know, you need to read it. You don't read it from from the beginning to the end. You need to take in pieces and really let it sink in for a little bit and then go on and move on to the next thing. Same thing with inspirational work, which which I do a lot of, by the way. So um, I do a lot of books that are inspirational and the same thing. You can't just read the whole thing from the beginning to the end. 
uh, in one sitting because that's not what it's that's not what it's designed for. So, so with you, the same thing. You've got to you got to you know got to take your own pieces and then see the whole man there. Yes. But anyway, I've got something to run to, but um, I'm going to let let you go here. And I know that you're sounding like you're you're trying to to uh, wind down. And I really appreciate your time. And and of course, this is going to be available. Anybody can look into this uh, at their at their leisure at any time. So. Oh, I didn't know you. Oh, I didn't know you had a. I thought you might have had a cut off. I thought we were. I know on blog talk you can. Some of the times you can only go a certain time. So I didn't. I didn't know what we were working what with. I, that, what I do is I, I put it to ninety minutes just in case we run over. Oh. And 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 then also at the end I give you know hey what else are we what else is coming up, and. Uh, and, oh, yeah. I gotta give him something else. Hold on, we can't. We can't. No, 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 no. I didn't know that. Let me. Let me give him something else, then, Patty. Let me. Let me. Let me. I gotta give y'all something else. I, I, I apologize. I, I, you know no, me. I like to give. I didn't think we were there yet because I think that you need to share something else with us. I don't. I there's something else in there. So got, share them got, with us. This is this is also from um, the mind of a poetic unsub. That that part of the book, and this is called "Lady, Listen, Please." Lady, listen. I know perhaps your heart has been bruised. Generosity of affection abused. Now is the right time you choose because this is real affection, not a rogue's ruse. Take a seat, rest your fears. No more lies, no more abuse, no more cheating. No longer will you shed tears. Need you to understand that love, real love, has always been near. Am I making myself clear? I won't call you boo, baby, honey, unless you want me to. Coat over more. Listen, lady, when you talk all the things a man should do, rest of the world can boost my ego, but the star on this team is you. My hands in aggression against Amor will never occur. Love, 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 and believe you will always be her. If one for my body not enough, make sure you are wrapped in the finest fur. I will be the freakiest freak you need me to be, and also gentleman, puritan, pure, a relinquishing chastity belt upon your heart. You can now be sure. I answer the bell when, whatever, however you want or need. I want all of you, all of you just for me. Forgive this man's greed. If you find fault or in self, ride my strength as a trusty steed. Never will you have to carry garbage, groceries, or anything else but my seed. Make love to you so sweat swallows self and body glistens. Pour my heart sincere to you. So, lady, please listen. My poem. <laughs> Did anybody hear that? I just hear it. Listen, yeah. I the ball. Wait a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I go on. Yeah, the statement there at the end. <laughs> oh! You know what? I was sitting here. I, I got lost in the poem like I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then... um. And then uh, I was sitting there and I was thinking, like, man, you wrote that? Like, dude, you wrote that. And I was like, yeah, I did write that. And I was like, I kind of rock. And then I told myself, yeah, you do. That whole multi-personality, all of them egotistical and conceited type things. It's like, ah, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I think it's kind of funny because uh, uh, I've done the same thing with my writing. I sit there and I, I read it over and I'm going like, who wrote that? That wasn't me. 
<laughs> and it just uh, is amazing because then you think, okay, obviously, you know, you had help. I mean, it's not, I'm not just talking, you know, obviously talking about God, but I'm talking also about, you know, everything that happened to your life, everybody that's been in and out of your life has made you who you were, and, and that comes out on paper. Yes. Yes. So, I, I, I always so say for, for good or bad, you know, thank you, you know, because, you That's know, people, people who have been hard, hard on you in your life has still made you who you were. Right. Who you are now. Right. So all you can do is laugh and say thanks. <laughs> right. And you, and you know what? You know what? I'm so glad you say that. I'd like to thank my ex-wife for leaving. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. I, so glad you're gone. Which leads me to another poem. I, I, this, this, um, wow, a nice segue there. Um, I'm gonna do this because now I'm getting low battery. Then I'm getting on out of here. Um, <laughs> this, 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 this poem is also from. It's from chapter one of the Mind of the Poet Unsub. This is called Husband No More. Husband looks over wife sleeping. Wife's tear shakes his head, looks at her closely, realizes she is as beautiful as the first day they met, kisses her for forehead. She stirs. Retreat, he does, hesitates as time stands still. Boisterous self steps outside of himself, asks questions never answered. Still, they never come. Boisterous self steps back inside. No more tears, no more doubt. He turns with one glance back, somber but relieved in his sordid course. Never thought that the marriage would reach this destination, divorce. But he is a husband no more. My poem. There you go. I mean, what, you know, that, that's just it. Yeah. Yay. Because you hear the chillies <laughs> in the background like, yay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Patty, listen, thank you so much um, I got the low battery on the Blackberry I'm going to okay. get on out your way Thank you again, I'll be sending you an order Probably sometime next week Because it's got book fairs coming up Everybody okay. stay tuned Iblowyourmind.com G period, P period, A period Grace Point Live Oh, one last thing Tonight I'm posting a link This is the last week up until April 6th That you can vote for me For AAMBC's Poet of the Year Oh. So far, we are oh. leading in the voting, people. We are ahead. I checked the tallies on the voting. We are ahead. Yeah, add, the link, add, the, add the link to my to my Facebook page, okay? I sure will. And, and listen, if you voted already, don't vote again because we can't do that. But if you haven't <laughs> voted, vote GPA. The proof is in the pudding. Thank you so much. Mind of a poet of guns, so Team GPA. Love you all. Thank you, Patty. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. One. Well, that was GPA and his, his awesomeness, and we're so happy to have him on board and be a part of our group. And just to let everyone know that we have a big convention coming up on next week, and that's the uh, obviously the Leprechaun. And the Leprechaun convention is uh, all about sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. Uh, we've got a lot of media guests. We've got, uh, we've got comic book uh, extraordinaire Francesco, who is uh, right. He draws for DC Comics. He draws for well, you just you know, couldn't believe. Does 
talk about blowing your mind. Uh, his work is just totally kicking. So you got to come and take a look on the website, thesleprechaun.org uh, slash LEP38, which, of course, is this year. And uh, I'm programming for them for this year, and so I pulled in lots of cool people. And just everybody's coming out of the woodwork. So, you know, honestly, all I did is just say, hey, here I am, and everybody's coming. So we're we're all real happy about the lineup, and, and it's going to be really, really exciting next weekend. So Easter weekend, I know, is a bad weekend for most people. But we're all there just totally having fun and, you know, making it real. And so we're we're going to have a great time. We're going to have a toga party and, and uh, because we, we've got uh, – one of the uh, actors from the original Animal House movie, he's going to be there, Stephen First, and so we're going to have a great time and, and have party time with him on Saturday night with the Toka Party. And uh, we just has we have uh, media guests coming. We've got uh, directors and actors, and and we have a lot of people who actually do the special effects for these movies. Um, we have uh, one of the original. Uh, special effects people who worked on Star Trek Next Generation and he now works on he does work online for uh, Star Trekkers I sure I got that right but <laughs> um, I don't have it in front of me but he he's going to be it's going to be very cool having him there and uh, we're really looking forward to it um, we have about 70 people coming and and being our guests, and uh, of course we've got we've got uh, a lot of cool people coming. And Francesco, of course, and, and how can we possibly not mention that Joe Haldeman, Joe Haldeman, the Hugo winner, uh, just an awesome guy. He's been been around for a while, been around the block when it comes to writing. Sci-fi and fantasy. Well, I'm not sure if you would call it fantasy, but you know, I remember Ray Bradbury once saying that he didn't think he wrote science fiction; he wrote stories about people. And I always remember that. And I think that Joe is the same kind of caliber of writer. He writes about people, and I think that comes out in his pages. Uh, he's written about war. He's written about parts of his life. We're talking about GPA writing about his life and making it uh, real on page, and Joe Haldeman does that in his stories. So for anybody who knows uh, Joe Haldeman, you, and you know that he hasn't come in the Southwest in a while, really need to come out and uh, meet him. His wife, Gay, he's, she's totally a wonderful lady, and she's a lot of fun. And I can just tell that we're, we're just going to have a blast with them. So uh, you got to come out, and that's gonna, April 6th through the 8th. 6th through the 8th, we've got uh, independent uh, filmmakers coming in, and they will be showing some of their works, including some from New York and some right here in town, right here in Mesa, Arizona even. We've got an independent filmmaker who is going to be showing us uh, his work and how he puts it all together. So it's going to be a really cool weekend. You, you really need to come out if you're anywhere in Arizona or even outside of Arizona, it doesn't matter. Come on over and have fun with us. So that's going to be coming on. And, of course, I've been so packed with that, I haven't been able to do hardly any shows. But I definitely wanted to get in a few before uh, before the shows, and I will be uh, not having a radio show for next week until 
until the actual convention. So that way we uh, will have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to say goodnight. This is, uh, I've got a, a book launch party to go to with a good friend of mine. And uh, Sharon Skinner has her brand new book coming out tonight. So when I, and she, of course, lives in Mesa as well, Mesa, Arizona. And her uh, company, the company that she's, that she's been published with, um, great guy. Bob knows who he is, Bob Nelson. And I'll be seeing him in a little while. And that's, he's going to be, he's a crazy man. He's a crazy man. Anyway, he's, that's his books that he's putting together. And, of course, his company is Brick Cave Media. So he will also be there next weekend so you can meet, uh, you know, crazy man Bob. And uh, Brick K Media and and both of his authors that he has right now um, on in his company that he's that he's been publishing their books. So with that, I'm going to say this is K Wad Radio and this is Patty Holstrand signing out. You guys have a great rest of the week. <laughs>